Welcome to the Possibility Podcast. I'm Mel Schwartz, your host and thought provocateur. I've been practicing psychotherapy and marriage counseling for nearly 25 years. Over this time, I've been so fortunate to witness countless breakthroughs, working with people individually, as a speaker, or in workshops. The insights that I've gained over this time have inspired me to write over 100 articles and several books, including the companion title to this podcast, The Possibility Principle, which you can find wherever books are sold. On this and every episode, I'll be introducing new ways of thinking, relating, and communicating to help you thrive in your life and reach the possibilities that you long for. Think of this as a new game plan for living. Thanks so much for joining my growing community of possibility seekers, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody. It's been quite some time since my last podcast, perhaps a couple of months, and I want to apologize for that. I've been really busy working on some upcoming Zoom courses about developing authentic self-esteem, learning how to overcome anxiety, and cultivating resilient relationships. If you have an interest in these topics in my live Zoom courses, please go to zoomwithmelschwartz.com. For today's subject, I've entitled it Freedom from the Known. I first came across that terminology many years ago, coming across a book written by Krishnamurti, the Indian philosopher, and David Bohm, the Nobel Prize winning quantum physicist. He wrote this excellent dialogue back and forth about freedom from the known. Now, as I say that, you might ask yourself, what's the problem with the known? Well, the known has advantages and disadvantages. It has healthy, resilient stability, and it can also lull us to sleep and sleepwalk. Many of you are familiar with the work I have done around uncertainty, learning how to embrace uncertainty, and what happens when our thoughts and our lives become addicted to predictability and certainty. What happens over a lifetime, particularly when we get past childhood and adolescence, is we become rooted in the known, in the familiar. So every day we start to engage similar thoughts, similar feelings, our routine becomes patterned and predictable. Our relationships follow a certain format. Now that may provide a certain comfort and security, but when this becomes an extreme and the known becomes too prominent in our lives, we lose the capacity to be present, to be curious, to be full of wonder, to be creative. Putting it differently, we're not in the flow. What I mean by being in the flow is being present. Too often our thoughts are focused upon events of the past or contemplations about the future. My work is designed really to focus more on how we get out of the entrapment of analyzing and preparing and planning for the future, which robs us of being present. So what do I mean by flow? Well, if you can recall the experience of falling in love, that was flow. It wasn't known. It was unknown. Curiosity, a sense of wonder, put us in flow. For many people, 
being engaged in a great sports event or in a thriller on TV. We don't know what's coming. We're free from the known. Our thoughts as well get stuck in the known. Typically, there are certain recurring thoughts that put new spins on and new nuances on, but they are the same old thoughts replicating throughout our life. And those thoughts summon up similar feelings. So we get stuck in a groove of old thought, old feeling, and old relationships. You know what else happens? Our relationships get stuck and predictable. We engage the relationship in a formatted way. We may ask the same questions or provide the same responses that we always did. It's kind of like getting stuck in a groove. You remember vinyl records, which have made a comeback, so those of you who are younger don't have to remember. Well, in the vinyl record, if we got a scratch in the record, the needle would get stuck in that scratch, stuck in the groove, and it would keep playing the same old lyric or note over and over again. That's what happens to us. Our relationships get stuck. Our relationship with ourself gets stuck. It all gets stuck. Now, in opposition, let's think about childhood, which was so full of excitement, wonder, adventure, newness, new learning, a sense of what if. But over time, our relationship becomes a relationship with certainty. We become the protagonists in the script of that certainty. And that script dulls us. It makes us a character in the script already written. In my talks and work and writing around anxiety, I present a key proposition. The more we are focused on predictability, the more we need to know the future in advance, which of course we can't know, the more fearful and anxious we become. So we wonder and fret about making a mistake. We overcalculate, we overanalyze. This is all part of our rootedness in being stuck in the known. If you measure and calculate too much, if you struggle with what we call analysis paralysis, you're addicted to predictability and certainty, or in this case, the known. Now, what happens when paradoxically we do the opposite? We embrace uncertainty and unknown. The quantum physics has revealed that reality is altogether uncertain. It's not like Newton's reality, which gave us determinism, which suggested that if we had enough data, we could reasonably predict the future. Well, that exists on certain levels of our life and is necessary, but taken to the extreme, it creates a gross dysfunction of life. It has us again living from a script. So how do we accomplish this? How do we learn to embrace not knowing? Well, the first thing I want to share with you, it, it requires a shift of mind, a different mindset. In my office in Westport, Connecticut, which I haven't used since the pandemic started, I had a great bookcase, a great wall of books behind me. And on occasion, the people I was working with might ask, did you read all of those books? And I said, well, no. But if you want to know what kinds of books I buy, I buy books that will confuse me. If I read a book and I know everything I've read and there's no new learning, that was a waste of my time. So as a culture, we value the known. We value the answer. We value information. And we've lost balance in regard to what we know and we don't know. And we hide behind certainty, 
having to feel that we have the right answer. You know, having to have the right answer and knowing what you know blocks the door for new learning. So anxiety and fear, measuring and calculating, living from a script dulls us. It leads to, as I said earlier, epidemics of anxiety and depression. No, I'm speaking of depression now because if somebody is full of wonder and curiosity, not knowing, they're not likely to suffer from depression. This embrace of not knowing and engagement with nature, with science, with the universe, with people, with relationships, the gift of not knowing is what gives us an intimate connection and it brings wonder and curiosity back into our lives. One of the particular ways to make some progress in breaking free from this addiction of the known is to learn to see your thoughts. As I teach in my book, The Possibility Principle, and you can hear on many podcasts, when you can see your thought, literally witness it, and you don't become the thought, you create this space between your thoughts, which is full of potential, curiosity, and wonder. It opens everything up. Freedom from the known gives us back our sense of self, our integrity, our dignity as seeking, curious, wondrous people. Another important thing to do to break out of the known is to ask new questions. Ask new questions of yourself and of other people. There's nothing so powerful as a new question. Answers don't matter much because answers close down the inquiry. But a new question opens up a whole new realm of investigation. Again, it puts you in the flow and it makes you present. I mentioned relationships earlier and how relationships stagnate with certainty. You may have heard me say or quote Oscar Wilde, who wrote, uncertainty is the essence of romance. Well, we can all relate to that. But the loss of romance and the loss of passion is due to predictability. If we know how each other will finish our sentences, react and respond, if the questions are formatted and the answers are predictable, what do you think happens to romance and to passion? So what I'm proposing is we need a new game plan for life. On my Instagram account, which by the way is Mel Schwartz 7 I have a whole format for a new game plan for life, which I call Uncommon Sense. Here, Uncommon Sense is to break our addiction to the known. I found a couple of poems I wrote years ago about some of these matters, and I thought I'd like to share them with you. The first one is called What If? What if uncertainty was welcomed and certainty was imprisonment. What if the embrace of uncertain was the prize that ushered in our adventure of what's possible? What if predictable was paralysis, the absence of flow, stagnating? What if the embrace of uncertainty summoned possibility? And the addiction to certainty, the addiction to the known, foreclosed on what's possible. Then life's adventures would emerge, discoveries pursued, 
and mistakes would become a misplaced belief. New experiences become a treasure to open. And here's another poem that I wrote called Addicted to Certainty. Fear, anxiety, stress, they sap my mind and break my heart. They take life from me and from those I would want to love. But where does this fear arise? What is its source? Here's what I've seen. When I need to know the future, when my thoughts get addicted to certainty and to the known, I'm no longer here, but worrying about what's to come. Isn't it nuts needing to know a future which doesn't even exist? That's what brings on fear and anxiety, and anxiety shadows me. So I'm not really here now. I'm guessing about what's to come. My mind gets trapped in certainty. I can't break free. My thoughts keep playing the same notes, trapped inside my old thoughts and my old felts. I yearn to break free from this crazed way of not living. So what if I change the rules and see uncertainty and see the unknown as full of possibility? After all, who created this crazy plan for living? What if I'm stuck in self-doubt, fear, and insecurity, moment in and moment out? Then the uncertainty, being free from this straitjacket, would be a relief. And how did uncertain become a negative, a bad thing? I hear that reality is uncertain, but if I fight that, if I have to know the future, it makes me afraid of what may come. But if today isn't great and yesterday was no better, why not get off this train? So uncertainty becomes freedom from the known, breaking free from old thoughts and old fears. Just give me some uncertainty. Being young was exciting because I didn't know who I'd be, what adventures awaited. But now... Knowing it all in advance can make me sleepwalk through the moment. All plugged in. A character in the script already written. I'm trapped in certainty. Stuck in a groove and I can't get out. I want to break free from this straitjacket of the known. I think we've been playing from the wrong game plan. It's time to rethink the rules. Bring on that uncertainty. Make it all possible again. Think of it like this, uncertain equals possibilities. Newton had it wrong, with predictability and such. Get me out of this damn determined machine. When you fall in love, it's alive, awash with uncertainty. As a kid, when I swung the baseball bat with all my might, hoping to crush the ball, the thrill of the unknown rushed excitement to my core, I was alive, a hero waiting to be born, maybe the next Mickey Mantle. Bring back that uncertainty. It makes it all possible again. Just give me some of that quantum uncertainty I want in on the thrill of life. Well, everyone, 
Coming back to the theme that we've been discussing today, in the past I referred to it as certainty, today I'm calling it the known. Again, I'm not proposing we lose balance. There's a comfort and a familiarity in certain habits, relationships that we need. But we need balance in our life. We need to bring back wonder and curiosity. You know, the word wonderful used to mean something full of wonder. We don't use it that way any longer, do we? You know, if you did a great job on a report at work and your boss says, that was wonderful. Or you tell your kid, great report card, wonderful. Are we saying it's full of wonder? No, we've replaced wonder with productivity. Job well done. We are productive enough in our lives. But that productivity, that sense of empowerment that comes from what we get done and what we get accomplished has left out a very important human quality. Our engagement with imagination, with wonder, with curiosity, with asking new questions, with treating old relationships in every moment as though they are brand new and alive. Do your best to break free from the grip, from the straitjacket of what's known and open up and explore the unknown. It'll bring a lot of wonderful engagement back into your relationship with yourself and with others. Until next time, wishing you well, a life full of possibilities. And please remember to check out my new site, zoomwithmelschwartz.com for all of my upcoming Zoom courses. Thank you. Looking forward to speaking with you again soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Possibility Podcast with me, Mel Schwartz. To learn more about this episode's topic and other similar subjects, please be sure to check out my book, The Possibility Principle. Your feedback is always welcome. You can comment on this or any episode of the Possibility Podcast by simply visiting melschwartz.com and clicking on the podcast link in the menu. You can also reach out via email to mel at melschwartz.com. The very best way to make sure you never miss an episode of the Possibility Podcast is to follow the show and subscribe for free in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You'll get new episodes as soon as they're released. And while you're at it, please take a moment to rate and review the Possibility Podcast in Apple Podcasts or the podcast app of your choice. Ratings and reviews help raise the visibility of the Possibility Podcast, and that makes it so much easier for new listeners to discover the show. So thank you for your honest review. Thank you for listening, and until next time, have a great day, and keep summoning up all those new possibilities that await you.